people often ask me, well, where can I attend one of these same-side selling immersion workshops? And historically, I give them as private workshops internally for businesses, and not every business can invest tens of thousands of dollars to do that. We are now offering these same-side selling immersion workshops, and we have three of them coming up. We just had one recently in Scottsdale, Arizona that was sold out. You can see the feedback and the ratings and scores and all that on our website. The three coming up are first on March 31st in Dallas, then on April 17th in San Francisco, and then Wilmington, Delaware, May 9th. So just visit ianaltman.com for more details. Hey, it's Ian Altman. On this episode, I'm joined by Dave Delaney, author of New Business Networking and the guy behind Networking for Nice Guys. We're going to talk about the biggest mistakes that people make in networking, both in person electronically. We're going to talk about different ways that you should interact with people in a networking environment and some specific tips to help you get more effectiveness out of your networking endeavors. You're going to learn a ton from Dave Delaney. Dave Delaney, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, sir. I'm excited to be here. So what's one surprising piece of information that people may not know about you? Uh, I perform improv comedy. I I, uh, I love doing improv. I've been doing it for years. And, and I, well, I took a, about a 16 or 17 year break and then just started doing it again. I don't know if 16 to 17 years is actually considered a break. It might be, know, right? it might be in some cultures, it might be considered abandonment. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I squeezed in like, you know, having children and meeting a girl and traveling and a ah, wife. Okay. Well, that, that, that's doing, valid then. That's yeah. Valid. You know, like you know we say improv play. comedy. Now the expectations are high in the show. The audience is like, well, this is going to be funny. Yes. And it'll be delicious. Oh, awesome. Okay. Sorry. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> that's it. That's Extra crispy. Right. So, right. So we're we're talking about this idea of networking for nice people, which immediately makes me think, what are the big mistakes that you see people make when it comes to networking that actually undermines their intention with networking to begin with? Yeah. So, well, in person, what drives me crazy is the is the the casino type person with the cards that just is is in a room to collect as many cards from people as possible and then get out and get to the next event or something. Right. Yep. Where they're just collecting business cards. And obviously there's no connection being made whatsoever. They're just trying to get you to take their card and you're tr they're trying to get your card. And then, you know, it's it's horrible and you feel just nasty after it happens. So that's that's one in person that drives me crazy. Um, I don't know. Has that happened to you? Oh yeah, dude. You know what? I, I in fact, the funny part is someone will say, someone will come in and you can tell they've got like the, I'm going to three events and I'm, and my goal is to collect as many cards as possible. <laughs> right. And, and now keep in mind, I'm a little bit of a wise ass, so I, I don't always play along and someone will say, well, Hey, why don't you give me your card? And I go, well, why would you want my card? Yes, that's yeah. No, <laughs> and, that's great. And 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 they're like, well, here's my card. I'm like, well, okay. Why so would I want why, your why card? Why I want your card? Because <laughs> listen, dude, I'm sure that card was really expensive to produce, and I wouldn't feel right taking it unless I knew why I needed it. So, right. uh, can you tell me a little bit more? And it's like people are like, oh, dude, you're totally messing up my game here because you know if I hand out five more cards and collect five more cards, you know, I win networking bingo. Right. <laughs> and that's and, what they're and, thinking. 
And a tree dies somewhere because of it. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm all about asking for a card from somebody, but only after I've made a connection with them, right? So I I may not ask for a card from everybody I meet at an event, but as I'm talking to people, if it's somebody that's really interesting that I want to follow up with, I'll ask for their card or I'll ask for their card. And and I see often that like somebody has will have their like hand in their pocket with their card ready to give them a card. But the truth is that it's more important to me to get a card from somebody that I find interesting so that I have their information that I can follow up with. I'd rather it be left for me to follow up because otherwise I'm hoping they follow up with me. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a that's a great point is that that notion of I mean, it, it's just it always baffles me. My favorite is I had a guy who. I was I was keynoting an event and the guy comes up to me afterwards and says, can I get your card? And I just had a feeling and I looked at him and I said, so this doesn't mean that you're going to add me to a list or something, right? Like right. <laughs> you want to follow up with me. You're not going to add me to some spam email. No, no, no. So I give no, him the no. card and the next day I get spam from this guy. Uh, that's and the worst. And so as a public service to the rest of society, mm-hmm. I then wrote an article mentioning him by name, <laughs> where, <laughs> explaining why this is not a cool thing to do. Right. It's not. That's like kind of the part of the, the whole premise of networking for nice people and why I made it was to as a way to kind of share the way to do this right and not that way. So, <laughs> so spamming people's the worst. So, so, so you mentioned in person, it's that casino, that casino card collection. You yes. know, the idea of I'm just trying to collect cards and distribute as many cards as possible. And somehow my performance at work is measured by how many cards I collected and distributed. Now, right. so, so the guy in the office who wins that also wins the most lunches in a drawing. Right. <laughs> it's the same it's the same dude in the organization. So that's the in-person side. What about digitally? Yeah, digitally is a great one because like for example with Twitter, like I, I help clients I, a lot of times I look at clients' Twitter feeds, especially their like their business feeds and and what they are doing is just soliciting only. They're telling people they have something for sale constantly. And they're not connecting with anyone. They're not having conversing with anyone. And so, you know, seeing that happening Straight away. I mean, it's social networking and, you know, in-person networking. It's the same thing in a lot of ways. It takes time to build relationships. It's about listening and it's about participating and it's about, you know, providing introductions and things like that, providing value. And then and then maybe talk about business, maybe if it comes up later. But the the thing is, yeah, with Twitter, for example, I see people doing that all the time and on LinkedIn, too. And, it, yeah, it drives me crazy because you need to be establishing relationships first before, you know, let them get to know you and understand, you know, who you are and what you're all about first. Yeah, and, and what do you what do you see in, in LinkedIn? What are the what are the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to LinkedIn? And I've got some stories myself that I see <laughs> that are that are like a train wreck. But what are some of the what are some of the stories or examples that you see of what people shouldn't be doing? Well, the the biggest, yeah. So this is a weird one because LinkedIn, you know, have made some changes. I mean, they made big changes recently, of course, but they make changes with um, the way the system works from time to time. And that makes it difficult. Uh, But anyways, the the biggest mistake I see is people that send the default connection request. Um, If you send a default connection request, it says something to the effect of, you know, hi, I'd like to meet you and add you to my network from Dave Delaney. And, and you haven't told the person why they should connect with you or who you are. 
and you're missing such an opportunity there because hopefully you're connecting with somebody that you actually met. And so if we met at a conference, for example, and I have your card and I'm following up, I would send you a connection request, but I would say, hey, it was great meeting you, Ian, at the at the conference. Um, yes, you're right. The salmon was delicious. Uh, I love that speaker about whatever topic. And hey, I, by the way, I just you know wrote a blog post about my whole experiences at the conference. You may want to check it out if you want. Um, that kind of thing. And just follow up and remind the person who you are and and so that they remember and they accept your connection requests. You know what? That's, that's great. In fact, I learned I, – I was under the impression for about a year that – on the mobile device, on the mobile app for LinkedIn, yeah, you could yeah. not you could not send a personalized invitation. I was in the right. impression that it, you only had one option. You would say connect and you would send the generic one. And right. I was at um, – I think it was – maybe it was Content Marketing World. I think it was Content Marketing World where I was speaking mm-hmm. and I connected with Jill Rowley. And um, she's been a guest on the show also. And mm-hmm. um, she was one of the first salespeople at Salesforce years ago. And does a lot of stuff in social selling. And Jill said, "No, no, you can send a, you can, you can customize the intro." I'm like, "No, no, show me." And she did. And I'm like, "All right, I could leave this conference right now, not talk to another person. It would be worth it because <laughs> I hate the idea of the generic uh, message. It sucks. There's, yeah. So in the app, at least on the iOS app, there's, th- and unless they've changed it, which is what I mentioned before, yep. um, there's three dots." Three dot 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 at the top right corner of the yep. app. And so Same thing on the Android. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, if you're so you click the three dots and it says personalize the message and that's yep. where you Yeah, so you it's it's when it. you yeah. if you it's when you open up the person's profile, then yeah. you have the button in the middle that says connect in the upper right, the little ellipse, the three dots, mm-hmm. you click that, and that gives you the ability to then do the customize the invitation, which I know there's people listening saying, Well, what's the big difference? It's the difference between getting a form letter that you know yeah. <laughs> every single person on the planet sends the same form letter or sending a note that seems like you actually care about the other individual. Right. Yeah. So, so if you think of it from a dating perspective, um, probably uh, it wouldn't be so successful if you went if you went to a singles event and produced a form letter that you handed to each person you were interested <laughs> in. Yeah, good luck with that. Hope that works out for you. <laughs> so, so one of, one of one of my pet peeves on the LinkedIn side of the world. Yes, I, I had a guy who, um, who, and 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 I see this more often than I care to acknowledge. But I had I had a guy who you know sent sent a connection request generically. I respond mm. and say, well, what inspired the connection? Which is kind of my default response if I don't know who the people are. Right. Um, because, look, if you're looking to join my network and I'm going to let you inside, I, I want to make sure I have some idea of why you're connecting to me, which, by the way, sometimes it's, oh, I saw you speak at this event. Um, I was at this workshop you attended. I listened to another podcast, whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be some great heady thing. I'm happy to right. connect to people unless it's someone I think is just trying to connect to me to spam me to death. Mm-hmm. And so I had a guy who reached out to me and says, oh, well, you know, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a fan. This, I like to connect with other like-minded people. I said, great. Hey, accept invitation. And within 60 seconds, I get spammed from this guy. Like I help, uh, I help, you know, speakers and authors do X, Y, Z and ABC. And, you know, let's, let's set up a time on the calendar and I replied to him, as I often do, I replied to him and said, hey, thanks so much for not wasting any time before pitching your services to me. For a minute, I thought you were going to be one of those pesky LinkedIn connections. 
who just wants to <laughs> add value and learn more first, what a relief. Right. <laughs> and and um and I don't know if he quite caught the sarcasm. He hasn't responded yet. Right. But and hopefully yes. Justin is listening to this episode since you know he said he is a big fan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hopefully he is. And uh yeah, hopefully he's learned a valuable lesson in that and everybody else has in case that happens cuz god, that's the worst. Spamming <sighs> people is the worst. Uh it's just like and, and it's so funny cuz we feel so violated. It's like you know, it's like there are a few things worse in our mind than someone violating my email. And the only thing worse is when I get a text message or a phone call on my uh-huh. cell phone. And I'm like, no, 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 that should be against the law. Right. Uh, that should yeah. be punishable by death. If you do that, like it's all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's going way too far. But that's the thing. Like even even with Twitter, right? As I mentioned before, with Twitter, it's 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 these people that just solicit, solicit, solicit who don't get anywhere. And and same with LinkedIn. That that same spammy way. It's about building relationships first, first and foremost. Yeah. So, so let's 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 shift to that in terms of what hmm. people should do because we could we could trash all the people doing stuff poorly for a <laughs> long time and never run out of material. But right. what are what are some of the things that people should do? in person as well as digitally to make sure they're getting better results from their networking? Well, I think when you do meet somebody and, you know, we talked about business cards, but I, I, I'm a big fan of taking notes on business cards about the people I meet. Um, culturally it can be bad if you do that in front of them. So sometimes consider that first, but make sure that you take notes on business cards about each person that you meet. It could be about what they were wearing if something stood out to you, but also obviously about, you know, who you should introduce them to or who you should, or how you should follow up. Um, that helps a lot, especially coming back from a conference where you have a big stack of business cards, probably, you know, cause most people have business cards sitting on their desk collecting dust. Cause you, you keep wanting to follow up and realize like, it's just been too long and you don't know who any of them are anymore. So taking notes is really helpful. Yep. So, so that's on the in-person side. Right. So you meet with somebody in person, you get their card, write some notes just to jog your memory yeah. as to, as to, as to what it is they're interested in. In fact, there's a um a friend of mine Steve Dorfman uses a um a series of codes and it's all, and it's like I forget what it is especially as a speaker when you come off stage it's like S is I want they want to talk to you about speaking at another event um you know it may be I think it's like S M A or S A M or something like that so oh, yeah. A-, A is they wanted some advice and M is they wanted some material. And huh. so it's so it's like you know just come up with a little acronym yeah, that's or whatever, and that way it's just you write on the card. Oh, it was S, it was A, it was M. So you don't have to write a novella. Just if there's any any square uh, spare corner, that's yeah. fine. My my business cards are are stainless steel, and so I have to right. carry around a sharpie because the only way you can write on them. Right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And those the the glossy cards are difficult to write on as well. Yep. Not quite the stainless steel level, but so, um, so in person notes on business cards. What and 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 what else? Well, so someone so someone someone meets you at a networking event. Yeah. And since you are all about networking for nice people, unlike yes. which which is way better than the networking for pariah um, <laughs> counterculture that's out there. Right. Um, so. What what is what are some of the other tips that you give people that networking events that they should do to get better results? 
Yeah, well, the follow-up is so important. I always say the follow-up's just, uh, you know, just as as important or the second most important part um, next to showing up, right? Okay. So the first first step is actually showing up and, and meeting people, but then the second is the follow-up, and it's so important. So, and that that fits in with taking those notes on the card because then you you remember why you should follow up or instead of just sending a default message uh, beyond uh, Skype. I'm just saying like an email message. But write, you know, send an email message first to follow up and say, hey, it was great to meet you at so-and-so conference. You know, it was fun talking about X, Y, Z and that kind of thing so that you're jarring their memory and reminding them, you know, how you met in the first place. And then provide some sort of value. So that may be, um, as I said before, it may be a blog post that you summarize the speakers or some of the content from the, the blog post or maybe including that person, meeting that person because that might have been a highlight. Sending uh, you know, a link to a blog post that summarizes that can be really helpful because that gets that person over to your blog so that they can read and learn more and then maybe get to know you there and maybe subscribe to your newsletter or something like that. Yep, so I think great. doing this is a great way to, to get people over and to learn, to learn more about you at the same time. Um, and then also in that message, I usually say in that message that, by the way, I'm going to send you a LinkedIn connection request. Please let me know if you need an introduction to someone in my network. I'm happy to help facilitate that. And yep. and in that, the reason why I say that, I mean, first of all, I'm not necessarily going to introduce someone to someone else straight away. I always ask the other person first if it's okay if I introduce them. Um, so there's that. But the but. The reason why I say that is because there's one thing to say, hey, let's connect on LinkedIn crickets, right? And that's it. Yeah. But let's say let's connect on LinkedIn so I can provide value. And that this is how I'm going to provide value to you. Yeah. Um, so they're more likely to go over to LinkedIn and accept that request because not everybody is on LinkedIn all the time. And, and by the way, they might they might even go in and say, oh, wait, Dave's connected to so-and-so. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, he seemed uh, like a weird guy in person, but he actually must be okay. It's just because I'm Canadian. <laughs> yeah, is that it? <laughs> Usually. <laughs> I mean, he was obsessed with hockey or something. With I don't know. Right. right I don't right. know what where that came from. I don't know why. And then they realized that's that was the reason. Oh, so okay. so so in so in person, it's notes on business cards. Mm -hmm. um, tracking the follow up and making sure that you've got a good reason why you're following up, provide value in that follow up. Yes. Um, and then offering those introductions in within your network. And mm -hmm. I put in mutual consent, meaning, and our, yeah. our buddy Derek Coburn follows mm -hmm. the same model, which is, Hey, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to introduce somebody to someone else in my network without getting consent from the other person also, which often for me begs the question of, okay, so gee, Dave, you want me to introduce you to so-and-so, why would so-and-so be thrilled that I made the connection? And right. if your answer is, well, because I'd always like to have him as a client, that's not good enough. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Because the last thing you want to do, you know, as Derek talked about, the last thing you want to do is is introduce someone, you know, or two people willy-nilly, and then that, that new connection starts spamming or, you know, <laughs> is doing the same thing that you mentioned earlier, you know, suddenly spams that other person once they've connected. So, yeah, it's really important to have that clear up front and, and make sure that you're not, you know, going to upset someone else in your network. And Derek's a great resource and smart guy. Great, great book, too. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun book. Derek Coburn wrote a book called Networking is Not Working, yes. which, you know, which if you were only going to get one book on networking, yeah. then you would get networking for nice people. But if you were going to get two books, <laughs> then you should get Networking is Not Working and Networking for Nice People. <laughs> well, my book's New Business Networking, but still, Networking for Nice People is the website. But either way, get Derek's book. It's awesome. <laughs>
and get new business networking. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's right. Because you have, a two for one deal or something. That's right. Because you 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 because you have this you have this whole network that you build as well. Now, so we we said what you should do for in person. What about digitally? Or is it yes. the same thing? It, oftentimes it is the same thing or it's a variation of, but it's pretty similar. I mean, you know, as I mentioned before, you don't want to be spamming people or, or anything like that. And the, the same applies, you know, I always use the analogy of, of like a cocktail party or, or you know, a, a conference or something where you go over and introduce yourself to some, you know, let's say there's a group of people talking and you go over and you say, hey, want to buy these? And whatever you're you're holding, right? You're not. You wouldn't like even even the the best sales guy in the world would never go and interrupt, or or the worst sales guy in the world would never go and interrupt people like that. Uh, hopefully not. Um, but that's what they do on 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 Twitter and in social. On social, they interrupt people and say, "Hey, I've got this for sale." Exactly. And, and when really you should be listening and and say, "Oh yeah, you know, if it's in person, it's hey yeah no I just saw that you know if you hear them listening talking about a movie." Yeah, I just saw that maybe last week with my kids and didn't you think, weren't you surprised by whatever? And, you know, making some small talk about whatever it is. It's the same way people connect online, except I think because online is online and not in person, we often forget that there are humans usually, unless there's bots, but that's a different story. There's humans that we're corresponding with and we're talking to. And so if you come off all pushy and, and, and you know, spammy, then that's going to reflect poorly on you. So it's always it's always good to think, you know, ne- that's why I talk about social, you know, social networking. You know, it's social networking. Networking's right in the word, right in the term social yep. networking. Right. So think about it and treat it as you would network in person. You know, no, it's, you, it's, know what? It's, I, you know what? You're dead on. In fact, one of the one of the tips that I give people is, hmm. look, if I'm if I'm speaking to a group of people, I can I can say to you, hey Dave, are you interested in this thing I'm selling? And mm-hmm. guess what? I come across as someone who's a pushy salesperson, and we've all been conditioned to just ignore and repel those people. Yes. But if I had a good handle on what problems I'm good at solving, then I can describe that and say, you know, the areas that that people tell me I help the most is in these areas. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't have one or two people who might be facing that, do you? You right. might. You might say, "Yeah, he's he's looking right at you. It's me. I'm having that problem." Or <laughs> right. you might say, "No, you know what? Hey, a buddy of mine actually is facing that. Or I don't right now, but I may." But it makes it so you can open up the opportunity for business without being in someone's face because I'm not pitching you. I'm just saying I'm good at solving this problem, and if you know people facing that problem. Well, heck, I might be able to help. Right. Yes, absolutely. I mean, letting them know more about you at the same time when you meet these people, it's, it's so important to let them know, you know, who it is and, and what pro- or what problems that you solve in your business for sure. Yeah, it's, it's funny. In, in my business, the people will say, oh, so, so what do you tell people? I'm like, well, I usually say to them, uh, you know what, gee, I, you know, it's like, hey, what do you do? Well, you know, I was actually just in, uh, gee, I was just in Scottsdale working with a company where their problem was that they their customers were just focused on price instead of value, their sales cycles mm-hmm. were taking forever, and they just found that no matter how much effort they put in, they just couldn't earn their customers' attention over these inferior competitors they were facing. And mm-hmm. so it was really rewarding to help them reverse all those problems and come up with a, a clear strategy to make it better. And yeah, so that's, no, that's, that's where I was last week, and it's like, 
there's someone in the group going, dude, we have those problems. Right. <laughs> right, but, right, right. But but I don't need to say, oh, and do you have this problem? Because guess what? If you describe it and they don't jump at it, then it's not a good opportunity right now. Like they don't yeah. care right now. And yeah, that's okay. And you, and you and you hit the nail on the head there too, because I think it's really important uh, you know, when you network and you and you're you're growing your network and you're meeting new people is to never discredit anyone or or burn any bridges or anything like that to you know, because they're not they don't need your services right now, as you said, because they may do later or they may hear of somebody else who does and, and that may be months or even years later, but they'll refer back to you. Because you made that connection and they know what you do. Yeah. And they, and they know, most importantly, what problems you solve. Because right. I could say to somebody, oh, I do keynote speaking and workshops on how businesses grow. That's fine. But yeah. if it's someone says, yeah, man, you know what? Just our customers, no matter what we do, they're always focused on price instead of value. They're like, wait, I know a guy who solves that. Right, 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 right. What does he do? I don't know, but I know he solves that problem. <laughs> and he sent me an email follow-up when we met. So That's I it. have his, his information in my he, inbox. So he sent me an email follow-up, and then he sent me 75 spam messages in a row. <laughs> yeah. See that? Yeah. That and we banished him. Well. <laughs> and we banished him to, to well. digital marketing hell. Right. <laughs> so so tell me tell me about this. Um, tell me about this networking for nice people that you've started. Yeah, so I started the group in January of this year um, as a way to bring people together who were fed up with going to events and and just feeling that networking was not working for them. Um, so, you know, I, I wrote my book, New Business Networking, and actually, funny story with the book that came as a result of me networking at a conference. Um, my book deal came from that, <laughs> so that was weird. Um, but. Yeah. So, so the, I, I created the community. It's a resource that there's a blog there. Of course, um, there's an email newsletter I send every Monday and Friday with a networking tip, uh, at networking for nice And, and the community itself is a group of people who are learning from one another. I'm in there every day, providing feedback, answering questions, giving I, I, advice and ideas. Um, and some uh, some some uh, homework as well to to get people working. So yeah, it's 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 been going really well. So I'm really happy with the results, and people are seem to be happy. <laughs> That's cool. Well, you know, the fact they seem to be happy is all that really matters. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I do the happiness check ins from time to time, and yeah. yes, everybody is good. You know, and and I and I know you said you were, you had a generous offer for our listeners also, and of course we'll include it in the show notes. Yeah. But um, Dave is nice enough to say, hey, look, anybody who's interested in that, um, they you, you get ten dollars off per month discount. That's for, right. For membership in the private networking club, and all all you have to do is go to networkingfornicepeople.com slash ian so slash i a n and um and you can take advantage of that. And just so our listeners know. I don't get anything for this. This is just something that was nice that that Dave put in there um, for um, for our listeners. So I appreciate you for doing that. Oh, thanks, man. Well, it's it's always a pleasure chatting with you. So it's no, great. It's, and it's, it's, yeah. it's it's cool stuff. So um, yeah. so outside, I mean, I, I I'm guessing our audience is smart enough to figure this out. But what's where's the best place people should go to learn more about what you're doing, Dave? Uh, you can find me yeah at networkingfornicepeople.com. Um, my I have speaking information there, training information, and then, of course, the the resources are all there, the blog, the manifesto, the uh, email newsletter, and the club. Awesome. All right, man. Well, listen, and anybody who has an opportunity to meet Dave, 
Um, he's one of the few guys that can get away with having networking for nice people. One of the truly nicest guys on the planet. And um, pick up your copy of New Business Networking as well. We'll include links to that in the show notes. Show notes also, and um, and check out his uh, his uh, his membership program because I have no doubt if you're offering it, Dave, it's going to be of great value. Thanks a million, Ian. You're awesome. Thanks right, for man. having thanks. me. Hey, thanks for joining me. First, I want to thank you for taking. 